Take a guess at this. Who was Billboard's Artist of the Year last year, who also had Time Magazine's Song of the Year, who also was the top streamed artist on Spotify and Apple last year, and was the number two all-time streamed artist on Spotify behind Drake, who's number one, but ahead of Taylor Swift, who's number three, this artist's album was number one for 13 weeks, which is tied for first, the longest that album has ever been on this decade. One of the hugest artists in the world, and lots of people know him, but you might not. His name is Bad Bunny. Welcome to Pop Culture Catechism, conversations about music, movies, and the longings of the human heart. Let's get started. He's done the Super Bowl halftime show a couple of years back. He is everywhere. And he was the most streamed artist last year. He's not somebody I've gotten into a lot, but I know that he's huge. And so I said, I got to get into him. And just a few months ago, my wife and I celebrated 10 years of our uh, 10 years of marriage. We visited Puerto Rico and Bad Bunny music and pictures of Bad Bunny were everywhere. And I said, man, I got to talk about him on my show. I got to get into his music and talk about him on my show. And who could I, I, I need somebody who's, who could guide me through this. And I've been meaning to have my friend Fernando Cartagena on the show since I started the show. He was one of my short list of people that I wanted to have on this show at some point. I've just been waiting for the right thing to ask him about. And he graciously agreed to do this. So Fernando is going to be here with us to help us understand Bad Bunny and what he means for our world. If you don't know who I am, my name is Mike Tenney. I'm a Catholic speaker and worship leader from Washington, D.C. I spent over a decade teaching Catholic high school theology and also trying to make it big as a rock star at night in different clubs and bars playing all over the place. And now I am blessed to speak to thousands of people each year through events all over the place and lead music all over the place. And through this show, Pop Culture Catechism. This is Pop Culture Catechism at the Gospel According to Pop Music and Movies, where we take a look at the music and the movies and the shows and sometimes the video games that you're playing plugged into so that when we unplug, we can actually go out into the world, put down our phones, put our tablets and computers away and actually love the people in our lives better and know the love of God in our hearts better. So that's what I promise for you by the end of this episode. Not only will you know more about Bad Bunny, but you will also have some real practical tips for how to go out in the world filled with God's love and able to share it with the people around you. I want to give a special thank you to the patrons who support this show and make it possible and everything you see here at Awakened Catholic Studios and Theater through popculturecatechism.com and the Awakened Catholic app. Welcome to the show, my good friend, Fernando Cartagena. Fernando, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Good. Very good. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, I'm very excited as well. Tell the I I know who you are, uh, but a lot of people don't. So tell us who you are and what's your deal. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, well, my name is Fernando, and I am a husband, a dad. Uh, I've been married to my wife for almost 16 years now, which is uh, which is mind blowing. Yeah. Um, you you have a, you have teenagers now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My daughter. <laughs> my daughter is about to join my high school youth group, which so that's wow. another part of me is that I'm a, a youth minister uh, in a Catholic church here in Charleston, South Carolina. And so um, I've been doing youth ministry for just the same amount of time, about 16 years. And um, yeah, and I've had the pleasure of meeting you back when I was in college, with uh-huh. my sister who went to college with you. Mm-hmm. And then we became in a way fraternity brothers through a, through 
Estovir. Uh, Estovir, yeah. represent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so you went to DeSales University in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I went to Catholic University of America, where I met your sister and Laura. Shout out to A Simple House and the good work that they're doing. Uh, Simple House in Kansas City and Washington, D.C. I need to have them on the show. I've been on their show a couple of times. I need to have them on my show. Um, but yeah, I just became really good friends with your sister and Laura. And then I started hanging out with her and I got to know you and you did music. And so you, sometimes I would play guitar. You'd play drums. I remember us jamming to Nelly one time. Yeah. <laughs> you just had your hand percussion and and we just we just got to know each other you'd come to visit and over the summers we'd hang out when you were home and i got to know but like some of my closest friends now are some of your buddies from DeSales that i've gotten to know which has been pretty cool and we've just stayed in touch through the years and we've also done a lot of of ministry together when i was first starting to do the worship leader speaker thing you were one of the first people to be like hey can you come give a chastity talk here can you come lead worship here can you can you put a band together for this event and so uh you actually helped me kind of get a start and uh just having seen having known you as a man and admired you for a long time and then also just seeing the work that you do in the various different parishes that you've been youth minister for i just really appreciate your heart for the lord and the heart you have for young people and walking with them and mentoring them in the faith so uh yeah man thanks man yeah no it's been a pleasure thanks for being here it's been quite an adventure for sure Do do you remember like the first time we hung out okay so i i think so because um, this this is a gross this is a gross story. <laughs> oh no, maybe I don't. All right, you Wait. tell your version. I'll tell my version. <laughs> oh shoot. Well, so there was definitely. So I'm thinking it was at this. Uh, I went to visit Laura, my sister, at Catholic University, and mm-hmm. uh, we went to some dorm um, where there's just a bunch of people hanging out, and you were there. Uh, and I remember. Mm-hmm. I don't have this weird conversation. There's that, there's that one dude, like big dude who's really funny. And he was talking all about his methods of shampooing. And I don't know why that sticks out. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. Well, that's, you, that's not my memory. That's not my, what I remember is I was a bunch of our friends. It was the summer. And so Laura and I would hang out a lot during the summer because we were both from Maryland yeah. and well, all our other college friends were gone and you were home. And so, um, I was hanging out with you and her, but I had just had my wisdom teeth out. And this is like the 4th of July. Are you remembering this? And so yep. my cheeks were like blown out to here and they had gotten infected. And like while I was out with you guys, like the pain just hit me. And all of a sudden I realized there's like all this, this is really gross. So you can skip forward if this is going to gross you out. There's like all this pus in my mouth. And so like the whole rest of the night I was hanging out with you guys, like all our friends, I was just like in the corner, like spitting pus into a cup. <laughs> and I th- I can't remember who drove me home that night. Cause I like couldn't drive because I was on painkillers or whatever. But anyway, it was just like, it was awful. But anyway, that's my first time I remember hanging out with you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So if you don't know who Bad Bunny is, we talked about a little bit about some of his accomplishments. He's a Puerto Rican artist, uh, kind of growing out of the reggaeton movement, if you're familiar with Daddy Yankee. But he, he started to cross cultural boundaries. He started to cross genre boundaries. And he's one of the biggest artists in the world. And I just kind of got to know him. I'd, I'd seen, I think the first time I saw him was at the Super Bowl halftime show a few years ago. And then he, I, I heard about, I think he did a song with Cardi B. And then when I was in Puerto Rico, he was just like everywhere. So um, when did you first become aware of him? Man, see, I didn't even know who he was when he did the halftime show in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So 
I became pretty well aware of him last May because mm -hmm. I also went to Puerto Rico. I took my family mm -hmm. and there are just all these colorful signs all over the island, you know, really bright mm -hmm. with the, with a sad heart in the middle. And like my kids are noticing all these billboards. And I mean, not just like billboards, we're talking about entire sides of buildings with a huge mural with these colorful pictures mm -hmm. with that sad heart. And so we're all trying to figure out what's going on and who this guy is. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that's when I figured it out. And it was actually, it mm -hmm. happened during an Uber ride. Uh, my, my family was back at the house where we were staying and I needed to go rent a car. So I took an Uber from our house over to, to the car rental and the, the Uber driver was just talking to me about all these signs. Like, did you see, did you see like bad bunnies here? And I was like, he's here. Like what's going on? You know? And she's like, yeah, like, <laughs> like bad bunny, he's doing a big concert. And like, you, you've got to go while you're here. And I was like, Oh, okay. And she's like, it would be a great family activity. You should, <laughs> like, you should take your children, you know? And I mean, I, so I got five kids, you know, ages 14 down to five. And she's like, this will be a very nice, pleasant family activity. <laughs> and so I'm like looking him up while she's talking and I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> it's like the family fun that we're we're gonna get into while we're here, you know, like we're gonna go uh -huh. hike in the rainforest. We're gonna go play uh -huh. at the beach, like that. That'll be nice. Mm -hmm. we're, we'll we'll have a picnic, you know, whatever. But mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but that was kind of the first real exposure that I had to to who this bad bunny guy is. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, selling out the crowd there and mm -hmm. everyone there is excited to, that he's coming in town uh -huh. um i know that he you know he tours around a lot outside of the u.s but with mm -hmm. puerto rico he I've, I've heard him say this in an interview he doesn't always include puerto rico in his main tour because he wants to say puerto rico is like something special that he does something special yeah you know? yeah now you're now your your family is from puerto rico like your parents are were lived there and then moved to maryland yes and that's you you were born you were born in maryland yeah um, so i was actually born in puerto rico oh you were born yeah. in puerto yep. rico okay, but gotcha. i was a year and a half when my family moved okay gotcha yeah so i mean i had no memory nice. of living there but then uh -huh. but you spent a lot of time growing You've up been there. we would visit every yeah. year um you know, mm -hmm. spend a lot of summers going there or even every so often during Christmas time, we would go visit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah it, yeah, it was it was awesome. Like it definitely became a second home to mm -hmm. me, you know. Um, so it seems it seems like Bad Bunny, like he's he really means something to Puerto Rico. Would you can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, so here's one thing about Puerto Ricans is that whenever <laughs> anybody from the island, like makes it big, you know, gets famous mm -hmm. and is out in the world, just representing Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be some sort of pride, you know, yeah. behind it, you know? And so, uh -huh. so for this guy to, to kind of grow up with, without, you know, he didn't have much and mm -hmm. just kind of kept rising to fame, went from being this guy working at a grocery store with not a lot of money to, uh -huh. um, to now being the superstar. Uh, so there's definitely a sense of pride that like, Hey, look what he did, you know, and, mm -hmm. and he represents us. And so, um, so yeah, people in Puerto Rico are, for the most part, pretty pumped about this guy. 
I think for the most part. Pro, pro bad bunny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For uh-huh. the most part. Um, yeah. What are, are there any other um, artists or celebrities that have kind of achieved a, a similar thing for Puerto Rico? Would you say like who, who else would there be like PR pride? Yeah, you know? I mean, Daddy Yankee for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I guess it depends who you ask. You know, J Lo. Mm-hmm. Some people oh, back yeah. her up, mm-hmm. but then there's some Puerto Ricans that are like, nah, she's she's American. She's not really Puerto Rican, you know. Um, <laughs> so it just you know depends. But I mean, for sure, and and then athletes too. I mean, there's so many athletes that oh yeah, that have, uh-huh. you know, done you know Roberto Clemente, yeah, for sure, Javier Molina, uh, mm-hmm. Don Rodriguez, you know. Um, First gold medal for Puerto Rico a few years back, Monica Puig. You know, she hasn't done much since mm-hmm. then, but like she got the first gold medal for Puerto Rico. So, like, Puerto That's Rico awesome. will rally behind like anybody mm-hmm. who's out there representing us. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I, re- I remember that gold medal now that you say, but I, I don't think I realized that Puerto Rico competed at the Olympics apart from oh, yeah. the US. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. interesting. Yeah, yeah. And the Olympics. And then, uh, you know, other things like World Baseball Classic, I just spent a couple of weeks ago watching Puerto Rico in the world baseball classic. Oh, Unfortunately nice. we lost in quarterfinals, but that's okay. But you know, different than, the uh, US team, you know, so they always, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was when I was there, like I, uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was like, it felt very American to me. Like, I don't know. It's kind of depended on where I went, but there were some places where it was just like, this seems just like America. And then other places it felt more like I was in a, like a different country, you know? Um, I, I don't know. Do, do you, do you, you feel guys, like, where'd you guys stay? I'm just wondering. We were in San Juan for a few days and then we we're in Luquillo oh, for a few days. So Excellent. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I know your fa- I know your family spent a lot of time in Luquillo. So Laura told me like everywhere to go. So yeah. Excellent. you went to the kioscos in Luquillo, I hope. Right. <laughs> oh, the kiosk. We had like three times at the kiosk. Like yeah. deep fried food. Yeah. Mofongo <laughs> is like my jam. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I ate Mofongo like, all the yeah. time. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your, your sister definitely hooked me up with, uh, all the, all the, all the hot places to go in Puerto Rico. So it was good. It was good. All right. Let's talk about, uh, bad bunnies music. So what do you, what do you like about his music? We'll start with what we like, um, artistically, and then we'll get into some of the themes in a little bit. Sure. So, I mean, so his music, I, I will say my initial reaction when I first started checking out his music, I didn't really like it. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> um, and I, I'll say that even though I know we're talking about what we like, um, mm-hmm. but here's, I, I thought it, I thought his voice just sounded very lazy. Like, I'm like, dude, you're not, mm-hmm. you're barely trying like you're, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I thought it just sounded very monotonous. Um, mm-hmm. But the more I kept kind of diving into his music, I, I found um, a lot of really cool, nuggets here and there the way that he was exploring different styles of music and the way that he Mm -hmm. was kind of having fun and and just exploring new things and and new ideas so um so i do like the way that he blends different styles together so he's got obviously Mm -hmm. the reggaeton is kind of Mm -hmm. the foundation for him but also some trap and 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 hip-hop and uh but then he throws in some like older like merengue sounds and salsa sounds uh i know that he's tied in um, some a little bit of flavor from Dominican Republic as well, which has been really good, I think too, because I know like you know Dominican and Puerto Rico, there's always been a little bit of a rivalry there. But for him to oh, kind of like bridge yeah. like these styles together has actually done a lot to to help kind of bridge that that relationship. So 
which is that's 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 so cool. I hadn't I hadn't thought about that, or I don't I don't think I'm I'm well versed enough in in Latino music to have picked up on that. That's that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, there there was a podcast I listened to about him, Switched on Pop, which I talk about all the time on the show. It's one of my favorite music podcasts. But they did an episode on him, and I feel like I feel like they talked about that a, a little bit. But uh, that's that's really cool. Yeah, I didn't I don't think I'd realize that. He he's um, collaborated with a ton of different artists too, and I know that's you know from what I've seen and heard from him that's he loves doing that i mean that's one of like his favorite ways to do music is to collaborate with somebody else and he he described it almost as it being this like sacred thing of like two people coming together you know and 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 making music together you know he described it in a, in a pretty beautiful way so yeah. yeah. Just as, as, as an artist and knowing how hard collaboration can be sometimes, like you just gotta, there's so many, you gotta have the right mix of so many intangibles to be able to collaborate well. So somebody that collaborates well with a lot of different people, I think that is a real gift and it's something, it shows something really special about the artist. And it's not just with other musicians. Like he did that thing with James Corden, like the, the single, the karaoke, yes. um, what do they call the, the karaoke carpool or whatever, which was really funny. Yeah. And, but then he's also done stuff with like WWE and professional wrestling yeah. where he like loved professional wrestling. It's always like, I want to do some of this. So he's, he's done, I'm not that into it. So I don't know exactly what he's done, but I know he's done. He, he's been on it a number of times. Right. Um, so that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I didn't grow up watching wrestling myself either, but like for him mm -hmm. to just kind of to dive in and do things that he loves and that he's passionate about mm -hmm. and that he just has fun with. Like I loved watching that karaoke carpool um, mm -hmm. because you just see his personality coming out and he just seems like he, he actually seems like a guy that I would love to hang out with, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, I feel like so often in music, people are so concerned with like their image yeah. and like coming across as cool. Like I've, I, I remember my wife and I watched this lady Gaga um, documentary that was, I was maybe on Netflix or, or whatever. And like halfway through, we just had to shut it off. It's just like, she's so, she comes across as just like so pretentious and full of herself, you know? And he just comes across as like, I'm having a great time because I'm famous now and I'm getting to do what I love. And like, he just, and it's interesting because he, he chose the name bad bunny. Um, and it's like something cute and something bad. So it's like, you don't think of a bunny being bad. So it's, um, and he even says this kind of on purpose. He's like, I, I want to have this like edge of like hip hop, but also it's like, it's a bunny. Yeah. It's a cute yeah. little bunny, you know? And that's, that's just me. That's just who I am, you yeah. know? So he, um, and I really, yeah. I, I, I kind of associate with that a little bit. You know, I want to be a rock star and I play electric guitar and I like playing in bands and like belting my face off on stage, but I'm like, I'm a total goofball also, yeah. you yeah. know? So yeah, like he that. uh he had this like kind of a Christmas story moment where he had to wear like there's a picture of him as a kid dressed in this bunny suit. And that's yeah, like where yeah. he came up with this he's trying to figure out his name, this edgy, you know, rapper name. And then he like came across this picture and he's like, Oh, that horrible bad bunny outfit that I had to wear, <laughs> like that actually makes a pretty cool name, Bad Bunny. So Bad Bunny, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. All right. Anything that we, we don't like before we move into this, uh, the themes? Yeah. I mean, I would just say, oh man, well, there's quite a bit. <laughs> um, Artist, artistically. Artistically, I mean, artistically, I mean, it does have to do with his message, but also with the artistry of it. You know, I wish that everybody knew that art 
has this great potential to express what is beautiful and what is good yeah. and true. And, um, you know, unfortunately, as you listen to a lot of his music, even though there's a lot of, you can have some fun with it and, and enjoy certain aspects of it. As you listen to a lot of his music, there's things about it that do not express <laughs> what is yeah. good and what is beautiful. Uh -huh. And, and For so, sure. um, so definitely like those lyrics, um, yeah, and I don't think I, I, th I don't think I'd realized as much of the lyrics. Like, um, I've been trying to listen to them like around my house, but nobody in my house really speaks Spanish. Like, my my wife knows a little bit of medical Spanish because she's a nurse practitioner, but like that, that's it. And um, you know, so and she, I put on the beat, and like my wife like starts dancing because she likes the, and my kids like start dancing because they like the music or whatever. And I was talking with Nick De La Torre, who runs Awakened Catholic, and and he speaks Spanish, and he was like, "Are you sure you want to like?" sing some of these lyrics <laughs> like and i was like why what do they say and he's like well let's talk about that yeah. so i didn't realize there was like you know it's it's typical hip-hop in a lot of ways you know it's pretty pretty standard not all hip-hop but a lot of hip-hop has like you know yeah. a yeah. lot of very sexual yeah. stuff yeah. in it so i, I was listening yeah. to an interview with him and i mean i got <laughs> i got a whole education on all like the bad curse words in puerto rico like it was, it was like this it was a nice like hour-long interview i listened to the whole thing just to get to know more about him um a lot of good stuff but like every other word oh yeah really bad stuff and i'm like wow geez and and that's the thing with even the art of writing beautiful lyrics like i know he's talked about wanting to be very poetic and deep and mm -hmm. and that with his lyrics that he wants to like give this message to the world and a lot of times i hear his lyrics and i'm like i don't know man they seem pretty shallow <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Um, uh-huh so, that's true you know yeah so well let's let's get into some of the lyrics yeah. so um and and i i was relying a lot on you because again i don't speak spanish so i appreciate you you came like very well prepared to this so i am i'm like super super grateful for you helping helping me walk through this together the first song that we want to talk about is called rlndt um, is that like an abbre abbreviation for anything in the song or what does that have to do with the song? So do you it know? is an abbreviation. Um, and if I remember correctly, uh, it's about a boy named Rolando, but they called him um, Rolandito. And so oh, is, gotcha. it's actually a boy um, who was lost and like they like a missing person. And, yeah. um, and so if you look at the lyrics of, this song, it's all about Bad Bunny kind of feeling lost. And so he kind of dedicated this song to to this kid who who went missing and was lost. And um and I guess it was kind of a big deal in Puerto Rico when this kid went missing. So I'm not I'm not sure all the details yeah. behind the story mm -hmm. except for for that. So yeah, and SZA is on this as well. I need to do a SZA episode at some point too. But um the, yeah she she sings on this. Um can you I often read some of the lyrics. Would you be able to like pick a section that you think is cool and read a little bit in Spanish? And then I'll, I'll read the corresponding English translation that Google gave me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, all right. Well, so, I mean, even just taking the top part here, um, cause it just introduces the whole theme of it. Hola, quien soy, no sé, se me olvidó. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he says this, um, olvidé, Las coordenadas de mi destino. Se me dañó el GPS a mitad de camino. Y no sé si me raptaron o estoy perdido. I mean, it's just, it's just him saying, like, I'm totally lost, you know? Like, I, 
I, I don't, so it has to do with like the GPS. I forgot the coordinates of my GPS. It's damaged halfway through my journey. I don't know if they kidnapped me or if I'm lost, but it's been several days since I've talked to myself. I don't know how to navigate with this darkness. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I didn't, and I didn't know the backstory. Uh, the chorus here. Uh, Hello, who am I? I don't know. I forgot. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right. So I think I confused the compass with the clock and I walked towards the wrong date. I'd like to find myself again and be myself again, but it seems like nothing is left of me. Um, so, so the, the end, it seems to me like he's, he's looking for a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if we want to Sorry. Get to the end of the song real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can, uh, find the, find the words here. Um, no sé lo que hago, no sé ni quién soy, no sé dónde estoy ni para dónde voy, no sé si es ayer o si es hoy. El miedo que tengo, yo mismo lo doy. Será como me crié o como crecí. Algo que escuché o algo que vi. Lo tanto que amo ya no me hace feliz. Um, and, okay, and then actually backtrack a little bit before that. Um, he says, uh, no sé si hablar con Dios o con el espalar. Um, no sé si mi ángel de la guarda me quiera guardar. So like this whole searching for, you know, again, that searching for, for happiness, searching for, for meaning, searching for purpose. And he's saying there, like, I don't know, like, do I talk to God about this? Do I, and he's mm -hmm. asking like his guardian angel, like, does my guardian angel, does it, does my angel. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me read it. Let, yeah. yeah. Let me read a little bit here for the, for the gringos like me. So <laughs> it says, uh, I don't believe in horoscopes or in the stars. Tears leave no trace, so I don't leave a trace. I don't know whether to talk to God. I don't know if my guardian angel wants to guard me. I don't know who I am. I don't even know who I am. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if it's yesterday or today. The fear that I have, I give it myself. Is it how I was raised or how I grew up? Something I heard or something I saw? There's so much that I love, but it doesn't make me happy anymore. Um, yeah, so... I think probably most of us have been through some times like this, especially I know for me when I was younger. So let's, let's say there's somebody out there who's feeling they're in a place like this where they're feeling lost and they're not even sure if they should turn to God. Um, do, do you have any, any insight for them? I mean, you, you walk with teens professionally for the last couple decades. Um, how do you, let's say one of them comes to you and they're, they're feeling like this. Um, yeah. What can we say to them? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's so important that, <sighs> you know, even if you're not sure whether to go to God, first step, I would say is go to God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 You got nothing to lose. Right, you right? got nothing. Exactly. Like, why not? You have nothing to lose. And and I mean, I've, I've even been there myself. I mean, even, even recently. And I think a lot of us have been there through through like the COVID years, I think a lot of people were kind of like, man, what am I doing in my life? Like it was almost a time to, mm -hmm. to <laughs> like check yourself and, and all that. And so, um, you know, so making God really this foundation to, to that search. Um, cause obviously he's, he's the one who he knows you better than anyone else. Like he, mm -hmm. your, your happiness, your well being, and all that. And so, um, so take time, to listen, um, in prayer, but also finding people who you trust that you can turn mm -hmm. for guidance. And, 
and honestly, I think that's one of the things that that breaks my heart a little bit when I listen to a lot of Bad Bunny songs is that he really has this like don't trust anyone mentality, and that he has to try to figure it all out on him like by himself. Yeah. And the reality is like none of us are alone, and anytime that you feel alone or anytime that you feel you know like you need some guidance like there are people to turn to who are ready to yeah. walk that journey with you who and and who have experienced what you experience you know um, mm -hmm. on some level or another maybe the story looks a little different but on some level or another we've all been on that journey of trying to figure out what to do with our lives and 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 all that so um so turn to people that you trust who care about you who who have your best interest in mind um, you know, and, and yeah. And I feel like, I feel like there's so many people that because they've gotten a bad view of a religion or have bad experiences with religion, bad experiences with the church, you know, that would be a place where I would go. I would go to people in my church. I would go to my priest. I would go to, I mean, that's where I found my wife was at church. That's where so many of our friends that we've met have come from. And those are the people I would go to. I have a church community, community that, that can support me, but I know that's not everybody's experience. Yeah. And so some people have said, you know, because, because of the pains I've hurt or uh, because of the pains that have hurt me from these people or from these communities, I do feel like I have to do it alone. You know, not yeah. necessarily that they don't believe in God, but they, they would say, maybe they'd say they're like spiritual, but not religious. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really have a great respect for people with a deep interior spirituality. And I mean, as all Christians, we're supposed to have a deep interior spirituality. It's called building an interior life mm -hmm. and having a relationship with God and, and building that. And it's super important. But I think what you lose when you walk away from religion and when you walk away from the church is you lose that guidance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, I once heard somebody say that, you know, if you have just religion, but without the spirituality, it, it can be really empty. And Jesus talked about that too, right? He called the Pharisees whitewashed tombs because they, they'd kind of lost the meaning behind the ritual, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but if you have the spirituality without the religion, spirituality without religion is lost, yes. right? Because it doesn't have any guidance. You don't have ways to like mark these milestones and growth in your life. Um, you don't have moral guidance. You don't have vocational guidance in terms of like, what am I called to do? And you don't, you don't have people to confess to and hold you accountable. You don't have people to go to for, for, for help. Um, at least not in that, that the way that a, a good church community can, you know, like obviously the, the church has, People have, a lot of Christians have done bad things, but when the church is doing the church really well, like that's such a, it can be such a beautiful thing. Um, and I know that's, that's where I would go. Um, so uh, the other thing I was going to say here is I think, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Maybe it'll come back to me. <laughs> uh, anything else about uh, Rolandito before we move on? Um, no, I mean, it's just, I think people need to know that um, I, I just want people to know when they're, when they're searching for purpose and, and their identity and, and all that stuff is, is just knowing first and foremost that you're loved, like loved by God. And you know, you, you exist so that he can pour his love into you. And, and so, so just to, when you feel lost, when you feel not sure where to go, just to allow yourself to kind of have that open mind and that open heart, um, you know, to allow yourself to receive that love that, that he wants to give you, you know? So. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Yeah. And if you're not used to that kind of prayer, I'd recommend just start speaking to God as a friend, you know, just even though he already knows what's going on in your head, just talk to him like a friend. And that's, that's the advice of the great saints and mystics of the church yeah. is just speak to him as you would a good friend. So I want to get into this song, Bendiciones. Uh, I know that I know enough Spanish to know that means blessings. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So tell us, tell us about this song. What sort of blessings is he talking about? Yeah. I mean, when I first heard this song, I guess <laughs> I just got excited because here he was kind of tapping into um, his a little bit of his religious upbringing again. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that's something that you know we didn't really talk about yet is he actually grew up in his mom was a devout Catholic, you know, mom yeah. and, and raising him in the church. And he actually sang in his church choir until mm-hmm. he was about 13 years old. Um, mm-hmm. And then somewhere around 13, 14 <laughs> things took a turn, you know, and yeah, know. which is, which is the story for lots of us. Yeah, right. And, and I don't know, I don't know exactly what it was in, in that, you know, like you said, maybe there was some spirituality, but not the religious or the religious without the spirituality. Like, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. what, you know, somewhere along the line, something was lost there, but, um, but it's cool when you hear some of these songs and you see him tapping into a little mm-hmm. bit of, of that, um, you know, that he had in his upbringing. So, and bendiciones, he's kind of just celebrating life a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, like I got, I got all these blessings and and gifts in my life, and and uh, and it's cool that in some way he's like giving God a little credit, you know, for mm-hmm. for what he's got. But then also, the fun part is that he's just he's not just receiving the blessings for himself he's trying to throw those blessings out all over the place. <laughs> so uh-huh. Like, which is what we're called to do, right? Like to yeah, allow God to bless us so that we can then go bless the world. And he's kind of, that's what this song's all about. So he's mm-hmm. just throwing blessings out left and right. Um, can you, can you read a little bit of those that, that like first stands there at the top? Yeah, sure. So, uh, estoy aquí porque Dios tuvo planes conmigo. Gracias a ustedes y a los míos. Soy agradecido. Tumbarme a mí, mis enemigos no han podido. Yo estoy bendecido. Bendiciones para todo el mundo. Chavo para todo el mundo. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and so then I'm then here it because... goes like, en el club botella para todo el mundo, which is kind of <laughs> He's starting, the way he expresses blessings starts to kind of take an interesting turn. Uh, <laughs> so so he's, he's in in the club pouring out drinks. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. The club. yeah, 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 yeah everybody so. get a drink, yeah. Uh, so he's like, I'm here cause God has plans for me. Thank you to all my people. I'm grateful. Take me out. My enemies haven't been able to, I'm blessed. Blessings for everyone. Hey guys, everywhere in the club drinks for everyone. Um, even for those who turned around and knocked me blessings for everyone, health and life for everyone in the club drinks for everyone. Um, so yeah. And even the idea was like, Hey, even if you like put me down, sure. You can have a drink too. So yeah. I think there's, there's, there's some, there's some real, um, I don't know. I think there's, there's a real Christ-like attitude yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, cause so, so many, 
rapper like it's kind of a trope in, in hip-hop that you know oh and to my haters you know f you right. and this and you know you never believed in me and yeah. even if they don't have any haters like i remember somebody wrote an article about eminem once it's like all his songs are about all his haters but he's like one of the most lauded <laughs> artists ever you know yeah. he doesn't really have many haters yeah. you know yeah no, I'm just... but it's just kind of a thing in hip-hop so yeah. it's, it's refreshing to see if you're like even my haters whatever you can have a drink too i think that's yeah. great so i love it no it's yeah. the whole like i mean hey he without sin cast the first stone right i mean like mm -hmm. we're all yeah, kind of sure. in this together and like you know what you've done me wrong but i know that i've done people wrong and so it's just kind of keep moving forward you know mm -hmm. um i i love where he goes at the end of the song yeah take us there Show, tell, tell us that part. okay so um you, re you read the spanish sure, read the sure. so then he gets to just kind of he's just now praying for for people so he says que dios proteja a los niños y a los mayores a la enfermera y a los doctores a puerto rico de huracanes y temblores yo tengo fe que vendrán días mejores um yeah. so god god protect the children and the elderly the nurses and the doctors protect puerto rico from the hurricanes and the earthquakes i have faith that better days will come yeah. i mean that you know so it's a beautiful that's pretty good that's yeah. legit there <laughs> i like that you know puerto rico yeah. has been through a lot in the last few years you know with yeah t tell us about that yeah i mean we had hurricanes you know i mean ian and then maria or no irma irma and then maria that swept through hurricane fiona a little bit later but then even in between all the hurricanes uh i mean puerto rico's gone through a few earthquakes that that have caused quite a bit of damage in some towns and then beyond that, there's like a lot of the political stuff going on. Um, a couple of years back, they overthrew the governor <laughs> because mm -hmm. there was just there seemed to be a ton of corruption. And um, any even with that, I mean, I can't speak too much. I don't know all the details with what was going on, but um, but <laughs> there was certainly some corruption going on within the government in Puerto Rico, and so the whole the whole country just kind of rallying together to for change like the people mm -hmm. know that something needed to change and um and they came together really as a whole um to to do it so um so well, and I, I remember when the, the, I forget which hurricane it was, but the first big one they hit a few years ago where there was a lot of damage and a lot of the island was out without electricity. There was a lot of criticisms of the U.S. government that we didn't do more to support us and, and that, you know, like if this hurricane happened in Houston or happened in New Orleans or somewhere in the mainland U.S., you know, but because it's Puerto Rico and they're a territory and not a state, they didn't get the same love from us, even though it's still America. These are American citizens. These are these are our, you know, our country, fellow countrymen. Yeah. Um, so there, I, I think there was some I, again, I don't know all the details, but I know that was that was the accusation. And um, so there was kind of the feeling among some people in Puerto Rico. It's like, hey. Remember us? Right. We're America too, you know? Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Not the same, you know, it wasn't treated with the same sense of urgency um, mm -hmm. that a lot of other natural disasters have been treated with. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was a big, um, I mean, I, kind of a, a scary thing for the, for the people because it's like, we need help. Uh, we're still without power. I mean, I have relatives who went hundreds of days um, without wow. electricity, like I got one uncle, they went like 260 some days without electricity. Uh, now this, wow. my, my uncle and aunt are also like, if 
we're ever in an apocalypse situation, I'm going to go live with them because they know how to survive. <laughs> like, like he ended up like he's an engineer. Like he ended up building like a whole like water filtration system, and like you know they put in like some solar energy, and and um, but they found a way to like get showers from the rain, and and you know like they so wow you know they they did awesome, but um. Yeah, cool. like I lose I lose power for a few hours in my house yeah. and I'm like, I gotta open the fridge and get something or like my sump pump's gonna like overflow. Like there's yeah, I, I like freak out for like a few hours. Yeah. I can't two hundred days. Yeah. So oh a, a very gosh. scary situation for people who and yeah. then and then when they don't feel like they're being supported or helped. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and so I remember I had uh I had one cousin who was saying, like, hey, if you're gonna donate, like do not donate anything through like any government <laughs> agencies like donate uh-huh. straight to like charities who are on the ground doing uh-huh. stuff because um there's a lot of stuff and there's even and it's not just it, it's also again some of the corruption in, in, in puerto rico like there was stuff that was in warehouses like that's been collected like thousands and thousands and thousands of, of water bottles and and food and and all this stuff that was collected and was held in this warehouse, but like the government really didn't do anything to distribute it. Um, mm. And like, so Man. there was just, it was just a kind of an ugly situation all around, but, but yeah. there were a lot of really amazing charities on the ground that were like out there on the streets doing stuff. And also mm. one cool thing is when you see videos like of people in Puerto Rico, like people in the towns coming together, um, you know, whenever there's like struggle or, or anything there, like people do come together and help each other, which is pretty amazing. Um, but you know, and then we can get into bad bunny on this a little bit too, because yeah. bad bunny is one of those people who, who, you know, through his fame, he wanted to help make a difference for the people there. Mm-hmm. And so I know that he's done a lot to, um, you know, one of his tours, he did a lot to like raise, a lot of a lot of money um donations and everything to help the people in puerto rico Uh, he's Mm -hmm. started a foundation do you know about his foundation no Mm -mm. instead of bad bunny his foundation is called good bunny (laughs) oh that's that's adorable yeah right i love that (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's and so good bunny has like provided a lot of opportunities when it comes to like sports and music and and arts uh for children in puerto rico like he's help like donate and, and, you know, fund a lot of those programs, um, just to help like restore parks and rebuild, you know, rebuild some parks there that have been damaged Mm -hmm. by storms and things like that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's pretty cool to see what he's done. Yeah. He's really, he really is passing on the blessings and pouring it out. So that's, that's cool. That's, that's great to see. Um, I, I kind of like the, I love that Uh, going back to the lyrics of the song, where he says, you know, even my enemies pour blessings out on them. Like, I just like, that is what exactly what St. Paul tells us to do is like, when people are persecuting you, like love them in return, it's like pouring ashes on their head. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. that's how you really like get your revenge on people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to show them, well, show them, show them with love, you know, like show them that you have a freedom that they don't have, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just think that's, that's so Jesus, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention is I think a lot of times there's a lot of songs about blessings, blessings on blessings on blessings in hip hop, especially. And I think sometimes it can be a little 
shallow because the most famous passage in scripture on blessings is what Jesus calls, or is what's often called Jesus's sayings of the Beatitudes, which is like the blessings. Um, It's in Matthew five, which uh, most people have like a little M on their hand. And then you have five fingers. So it's like Matthew five. It's like written on your hand. Yeah. 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 yeah, Matthew five. That's how you remember where the Beatitudes are. That's how I do anyway. Um, But what Jesus says is not, you know, blessed are the rich. He says, blessed are the poor, blessed are the poor in spirit, not blessed are when people love you, but blessed are when people persecute you and say every kind of false thing against you. Right. And so a blessed are you not when you get what you deserve, but blessed are you when you are actually thirsting and hungering for righteousness because you're not getting what you deserve. Right. So Jesus kind of flips the script on this. And I think it's a good reminder for us, especially in, in affluent America where we think blessings are house, you know, good relationships, money security uh for jesus he's like no blessed are you when they persecute you um because they persecuted the prophets before you like that is is actually when you're when you're when you're treated poorly because you're doing the right thing that actually is the blessing and so that's something i try to keep in mind especially as i'm trying to you know i want to provide nice things for my family i want to do nice things for them um but the, the real sort of blessings like the best sort of life of beatitude i can provide for my family and for myself is that spirit of being a peacemaker that spirit of hungering and thirsting for justice that that spirit of the poor um the spirit of the meek and so that's that's something i often i often use the beatitudes as like my examination of conscience nice. before i go to confession and just kind of like these, these these are virtues that jesus says we should be we should be living and this is what the real blessed life yeah looks like. So I think that that's a, one of Jesus's more challenging messages that we don't often pay attention to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so while I like Bad Bunny's take on this, I, I think, um, I think it needs to be tempered with Jesus's perspective on bendiciones. So for sure. Good. Anything else? Yeah. I mean, no, I, I love what you're saying. You know, I think, um, you know, like examination of conscience with using the Beatitudes. I, I love that, you know, instead of not always thinking about like, you know, it's a lot of people focus on like the don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Like, oh, whoops, mm-hmm. I did it, you know, but also there's the things that we're called to do that, that truly help us be who God has created us to be and, and to, yeah. to be the best version of ourselves. So to be that person who, who thirsts for, for righteousness and truth and justice yeah. and, and to be the peacemaker, to be meek and humble, to, you know, um, and, and to have eyes of, of purity, to be able to see God and mm-hmm. in, in one another and, and, and even, you know, in yourself, like that's, um, yeah. And, and that's, I really like the way you phrase that you said, not just focusing on the things not to do, mm-hmm. but to focus on the person that you're called to be. Yeah. Don't just focus on the things you're not supposed to do. Focus on the person you're called to be. And I think like that was the message Jesus had for the Pharisees. It's like, don't just worry about when you're supposed to fast. Don't just worry about what you're not supposed to do on the, on the Sabbath day. And, and that's why he, he says, you know, I didn't come to get rid of the law. I came to fulfill the law, right. right? So it's not just about not technically breaking the rules, which I think is what the, the, the stereotype that a lot of times we get in Christianity and why a lot of people walk away from the faith because they're just like, I don't want a, lot of a bunch of rules that are telling me what to do. It's, it's about the sort of person we're called to be, yeah. right? We're supposed to be this, these people of freedom living with meekness and mercy and justice, mm-hmm. even in the face of persecution. Mm-hmm. And that's attractive. That's the sort of church I want to be a part of. That's the sort of church I want to represent, you yeah. know. Um, it's hard. 
it's real hard. (laughs) And that's like that, that struggle is, is there for everybody, which Mm -hmm. is kind of interesting as, you know, listening to some of his songs, there is that conflict in his music where he, he wants to find hope in the world. He wants to find happiness. um, But there's also a struggle in trying to find that for him, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And, and I, I, I love, so that whole image with like the sad heart and a very colorful, you know, that's his album cover for his most mm-hmm. recent album. And, um, and I, I heard him explaining it and he's like, I wanted it to be, you know, it, it, it's the sad, the heart is sad because all of us are, are heartbroken in some way. Um, mm. But yet the album cover is very colorful because even in our brokenness, there's still, um, there's still goodness and there's still hope and there's still like something to, to look for and to see and to chase after. Um, and so I, I like that he actually brings that reality kind of to the forefront in a lot of his music is that mm-hmm. there is this conflict within us <laughs> that sometimes we are broken. Sometimes we, we mess up. Um, but even in the midst of our own struggles, we are still chasing after this hope and after this happiness. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the way that Bad Bunny goes to seek for that hope and happiness, that's mm-hmm. where I would love to sit down and have a conversation with him and just be. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So I'm. I have. I have it a little yeah, bit yeah, here. So it this is the. This is the album, uh, Un Verano Sin Ti, which is like a summer without right. you. Is that what it means? Right. Yeah. So, uh, really cool. Yeah. So. Let's speaking of sitting down and having a conversation with Bad Bunny. There's one of his songs where he it's imagining him ha- sitting down and having a conversation with his auntie, and I love this song. I think it's just like so. It, it's like a little vulgar in some places, maybe a lot vulgar in some places. Yeah. But I just think it's it's such a. I've never heard another. I've heard, I've heard tons of hip hop artists be like, yeah, I'm a player and these are all the girls I get. And these are all the things that we do. These are all the nasty things we do together, but I've never heard it. Like I'm having a conversation with yeah. my aunt and yeah. this is the question she asked me, when are you going to settle down? Yeah. When are you going to find a girl? No, and wait, then, this is, this is the new Mambo number five in a way. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's true. Um, he goes through the girls' like, names. Going, yeah. All the girls that he's got, you know, um, uh-huh. but then, yeah, it does get a little more vulgar than Mondo number five. Yeah. <laughs> well, but then at the end, you know, so the whole song is pretty much, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm reading a, a translation of this. So it's like, my auntie asks me, when am I going to settle down? And he's like, I, I have mucho novias. Like I have many girlfriends, uh, but I don't have a wife, you know, and I'm just going to go to the club and there's all these girls. And I just go from this girl to this girl, to this girl, to this girl, to this girl, to Leah and Gabriella and, and he names a bunch of different girls. Mm-hmm. You know, I had girls from, from this place, girls from San Antonio, girls from Dominican Republic, girls from Puerto Rico, he girls says from, like the girls from, from Colombia. Mexico that he didn't even realize he had. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. very, very disposable. It's like, he's opened up his closet and it's like, Oh, look, Oh, I have this shirt. I forgot I had this shirt. You know, I didn't even realize I had this shirt. Yeah. Um, but at the end it like the music changes and then he starts talking like to the devil. Mm-hmm. Can you can you read a little bit of this this part that we have here at the end? Yeah. Um short on the top. Oye, muchacho, el diablo azaroso, suelta ese mal vivir que tú tienes en la calle. Búscate un mujer seria para ti, muchacho, el diablo. Deep. Yo quisiera enamorarme, <laughs> pero no puedo, pero no puedo. Yo quisiera enamorarme, 
pero no puedo, pero no puedo. Sorry, yo no confío, yo no confío. Na, ni en mí mismo confío. So, like, I don't even trust in myself. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Let me read some of this, some of this in English. So, hey boy, devil boy, let go of that lousy life that you have on the street. Find a serious woman for yourself. I'd like to fall in love, but I can't. I can't. I'd like to fall in love, but I can't. Sorry, I don't trust. I don't trust. I don't even trust myself. If you want to stay today since it's cold and leave tomorrow, um, many want to have my baby, um, but I'm bored. I get bored with the women, right? I'm going to break your heart. Listen to your best friend. Don't listen to me. Don't come with me because I'm going to break your heart. I'm just going to use you, right? That's kind of what he's saying. And um, it's really interesting to see this self-reflection here at the end where he recognizes like, I'm, I'm the problem. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Like I'm, I'm the one here. And you're right, auntie, I'm not settling down. You know, I'm just using, using these women and I'm going to get bored of them, you know, because I've, I've used women like a thing yeah. to be consumed. And right. He, he has a um, line, he has a line a little further down where he says, sorry, it's just how I am. Mm. And yeah, now I don't, you remember in our Estevere days, I, I know exactly where you're going with this. Right? Lay it down, lay it on yeah, us. Give so, us, give us the Jose, Mar Jose Maria yeah, Escriva Saint quote Jose, here. Yeah. St. Jose Maria Escriva, um, is he's got a couple books where he just gives like very short little practical bits of advice, these short little lines. And one of those is, is kind of calling men on to, to develop their true character and develop is a key word here, right? Like we all need mm -hmm. to, we're all striving for this here. And so, um, and then, you know, he says like, don't tell me that that's just the way you are. Don't tell me that's just your character because that's your lack of character. So, yes, so good. So, Don't tell me that's your character. Yeah, it's your lack of character. Lack yeah. Of character. And, and, and how often do we use that as an excuse? It's like, oh, I can't do it. That's just, that's just the way I am. It's, it's not who you are. That's who you're not, yeah. right? Especially when it comes to virtue. It's like, yeah. So I, I, I love that understanding of, yeah. What were you, what were we going to say? No, I'm just, uh, yeah, we want to make excuses for ourselves so often. I mean, it's so easy to do and I'm, I do it all, you know, all the time. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, yeah. We, none of this is a judgment, uh, yeah, but it's, exactly, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, I just think from a, you know, coming from like a theological point of view, we understand God as being right. God is the ground of all being the foundation of all being. And the devil is not like the yin to God's yang. It's not like these equal opposing forces yeah. of good and bad. Right. It's like God is the foundation and then he made everything, including the devil. And then like the devil, like the devil is the opposite of St. Michael, the archangel, right? He's not the opposite of God. Um, like the devil is just like this, one one of the kids that has decided to be like, F you, mom and dad, I'm, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to go do what I want, you know, and go over here and sit in the corner. You know, like yeah. that's the devil yeah. <laughs> when it compares to God. And the same thing is true in our, our, ourselves. Like we are called to be the image and likeness of God. Like we are called to be heroes. We are called to be uh, uh, amazing. There's this concept in Christianity, um, especially emphasized in Eastern Christianity of divinization that we are called to be, just a little less than God, right? That's what it says in the Psalms. Like God became man so that man may become like God and that we are supposed to be awesome. These like 
this image to the rest of creation of what this awesome creator God is like. Like We're supposed to represent that. Um, But a lot of times we just think we, we identify with our sin, right? We identify with the brokenness that has twisted up our good human nature. And so often that keeps us from healing because we think, Oh, this is just the way I am, you know, because I've been hurt this way because I've hurt other people this way because I've hurt myself this way. How can I ever come back from this? This is just this is just the way I am, right. you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, um, you hear it all the time, like, oh, well, I'm just human, you know. I'm only I'm yeah. only human, and and it's like yeah. I, I I get that to to one extent, but also like, well, yeah, no, but actually, like to be human is is so much more, you know. It's, it's yeah. to amen. It's you know, again, I mean, it's being in relationship with God. The fact that you're created in that image and likeness, and that you are able to be loved by Him, and then. And then not just to imitate him, but the reality that God actually wants to dwell within mm. us, you know? And, yeah. Um, and so to truly be human is, again, it's something that we work towards and develop and grow with, um, but not on our own through his grace yeah. and through his goodness, through through the love and life that he pours into us. And so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's... You know, we want to justify and say, oh, I'm only human, but man, don't sell yourself short. Like there's so much, no. more, there's so much more to you than, than maybe what you think, you know? Yeah. And I just think of my own life. If there, there are so many situations where, and, and this is still a struggle for me. If I had been scared to address the issue, you know, I'd still be stuck in that sin. I'd still be just as lustful as I was, as as selfish as I was. Mm. Um, I'd still be just as 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 closed off and, and fearful mm. as I was. Mm. Or in in relationships too with other people, like mm. my relationships with other people, my 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 wife and kids and and family and friends. Like mm. it's so easy to just be like, ah, oh, this is this is as good as it gets, you know. Right. Um, but in surrendering it to God and offering it to God. Like, I think a lot of times we forget that God was a healer, right? Jesus came and one of the, the signs of his kingdom is the healings, right? right? When John the Baptist asks him, are you really the Messiah or should we wait for another? He says, what do you see happening? You see the sight reclaiming, the, the, the blind reclaiming their sight. You see the lame able to walk. You see the deaf able to hear. Mm-hmm. And those are all meant to inspire us and, and help us recognize the kingdom of God is at hand. Like there is real healing possible. And sometimes it takes a lot of work. Sometimes it takes a lot of time, right? Like Jesus in the parable of the yeast, like a lot of times you got to work the yeast into the dough and then you got to sit and let that, let that yeast rise. Like it takes some waiting. Sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. You got to wait for the harvest to grow, right? You got to plant the seeds and then see where they grow. So it does take work and it does take time and patience, but like our God is a healer. Yes. Our God is a healer and we don't, aren't just stuck in who we've been. Yeah. So sometimes it yeah. means letting go of something and letting go can be hard. Like, you know, oh my like gosh. sometimes, sometimes it can hurt. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's, oh man, a lot of times we just want to avoid any, any type of suffering or hurt. And, and so, um, but Letting go can hurt, but, but letting go to make way and make room for something greater, Mm -hmm. you know, so good. So, yeah, sometimes you, you need to have that breakup. Sometimes you need to quit that job. Sometimes you need to let go of that relationship or or let go of that coping mechanism that you've used for years. Um, or yeah, sometimes you, and all that happens in discernment with God. And again, a church yeah. as wise spiritual mentors and wise spiritual friends can help you discern all of that. So yeah. yeah. But then there's freedom. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so yeah, but then there's freedom. You got to choose it. Yeah. Very good. All right. Cool. So we were kind of down on his his approach to to romance, mm. uh, but there's another song you had, Ojitos Lindos. Yeah, I did. I did come across it, a song. Ojitos does that Lindos. does that mean clean clean eyes? Mm. So like beautiful eyes, pretty eyes. Yeah, beautiful eyes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, very cool. So, I was gonna say clean eyes. That's like blessed are the pure of heart. Relations right. to God. So I don't know. So, well, so <laughs> this well, is funny. this is why I needed a, a Spanish speaker on this. Yeah, so yeah, I know I mean, I'm like reading into things wrong. It, it's so. funny you mentioned that because he he does talk about in this song, um, like he's talking about this relationship with with this woman and how you know, I just want to hold your hand. And that's not usually what he says. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most of his songs, he usually wants a lot more than that. So yeah, um, but he's like, uh, I want to hold your hand and I want to look into your eyes. And, um, and he says that in this relationship, he actually says, no hay pecado, which is there is no sin. And he says mm. that in this relationship, there is purity. Ooh. Like when I heard these words, I was okay, like, bad what is happening? <laughs> like, what's going on? Is this the same guy? Well, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe his T, maybe his TT finally got through to him. Hey, you know? <laughs> hey, TTs are good like that, man. You know, like they can knock some sense into you. They throw a few chancletas at you and you're good to go. <laughs> so, um, but, That's funny. Yeah. I mean, there was something and not all, not all the parts of this song are like, there's still, again, there's still some conflict that he brings up. Um, kind of some personal conflict of trying to be the kind of person that he should be, trying to be the kind of person yeah. that he's called to be and, and meant to be. Um, but but still, it's there, you know? And, and mm-hmm. this is this is the one song that I could find where mm-hmm. he actually speaks of a woman with a certain amount of like respect and mm-hmm. and dignity and to kind of see her more as a person and not just yeah. there as, as an object, you know? Um, yeah, so. we were, we were, so Christopher West, who's a great teacher on theology, the body and Catholic teaching and sexuality. I know, I know you know him yeah. um, as well, but he was here. We did an event with him at uh, just right here on this stage. And one of the things he said is so often we look, but we do not see. Mm-hmm. And you know, so many men, they, and, and it goes the other way too, but we see we look at the woman, but we don't see her. Right. And what, what does each one of us want? We just don't, we don't want to just be looked at, right. We want to be seen for who we are. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a challenge is to when you, when you are with someone, don't just look at them to, to really see them and see who they are and, and their humanity and their dignity. Yeah, All right. Well, I think we're, we're running out of time here. So I want to, I want to try to bring this in for a landing. Yeah. Cool. I told my listeners at the beginning that we would leave them with a few, takeaways that they can use to live the gospel today. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to. Um, go ahead. You know, I think there is something cool to take away from, from what bad bunny has been attempting to do with some of his music and, and that's to hold on to hope in the midst of suffering and in the midst of struggle. Um, mm the one thing that I would just add in addition to that message that I think he tries to to say is that you have to root your hope in the correct thing. And so, yes. so um, yes, absolutely. Hold on to hope in the midst of suffering and in the midst of struggle, but know that like finding hope in fame, finding hope in, in pleasures of the world that are fleeting and that kind of just come and go 
um, finding hope and just, I don't know, trying to do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, just to see mm -hmm. what works. Like, like that's just not gonna set a solid foundation of hope for you in your life. Yeah, so for if sure. you want a solid foundation of hope, you have to go to the source of hope and, um, and, and turning, turning your life to, to God, who is, I mean, he's, you know, turn life over to Jesus. Like you said, Jesus offers that healing. Jesus offers that ultimately that freedom that we all are seeking. And um, so when we want that, that peace and that happiness, that true joy, um, you know, it's, it's found in the one who created us and amen. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. I think my takeaway is that, you know, pour blessings on the haters, you know, <laughs> and then next time somebody's really getting to you, just like try to, try to pray about it, hand them over to God and, and, and try to have that spirit of Jesus and of Paul and of bad bunny. It's like, even my haters, yeah. even my haters, I'm going to, I'm going to pour love on you and blessings on you too. So that's my takeaway. Fern, I often ask uh, my guests if they would pray for us and everything we've talked about. Would you lead us in prayer here at the end? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Listeners, wherever you are, let's take a moment and let's pray together. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, we thank you for this day, and we um, turn our hearts to you now in this moment. Help us to see you. Help us to see others the way that you see them. You know, help us to um, open our hearts that we may know how loved we are by you, that we may be fully receptive to your love, that you may come and to dwell within us, to be with us. And as we live our lives, as we you know, make our choices day in and day out, that we may know that you come to dwell in us and be with us. And so that we may live by your grace. That we may share your grace. I may share your blessings. I just want to pray to you for um all people in the music industry i want to pray for bad bunny um just that he may come to truly know you to know that he's loved by you um i pray for all people to to grow and, and virtue to grow in character that all may truly be seen and be loved amen Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Fernando, thank you so much, my friend. It's so good to talk to you. It's been a while yeah. since we've gotten a chance to talk. So this is so good. Absolutely. And I, I, I would not have been able to go this deep on this without your help. So I, I really appreciate it as well. And you are you're one of my better prepared guests I've ever had. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> Some, yeah. Sometimes I feel bad on my show because my guests have to do quite a bit of homework, actually. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a yeah. big ask. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I, so. I will say this for for any listeners out there. Um, you know, one thing we, did, we didn't, that I would have taken time to dive into if we had more time, um, as you, I don't know, just listening to a lot of his lyrics and his music in contrast to all that is diving mm -hmm. into John Paul II and his mm -hmm. theology of the body, everything he has to yep. say. So I don't know. I know you've got episodes with Christopher West. So mm -hmm. listeners to go listen to those episodes. Yeah. If you've, if you've ever listened to this show yeah. for more than like two episodes, you know, we talk about yeah. <laughs> theology of the body all the time, but go to theology, of the body Institute. Um, they have stuff on YouTube. I've been, I've been on there. Um, 
their YouTube show with Christopher and that they have so many good resources. I know you can go to tobforfree.com and get like their first three lectures from one of their courses for free. So it's just, it's so good. Even just Google like John Paul II quotes on love. Yeah. So like Uh if you're searching for love, if you're searching for happiness, if you're searching for peace, for, for some good foundation to, to know your purpose and identity in life, like look up John Paul II quotes on love and you will find everything you need, <laughs> to, oh, you know, so nice. Yeah. That's great. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Fern, for being here. Um, do you want people to find you online? Is there anything, anything you want to promo or shout out or no, no. There's, there's nothing to find. <laughs> it's nothing yeah, to find. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank yeah. you for your ministry to the church and thank you for your witness you and your yes to the Lord and your family and your ministry. You're doing great work and blessed to call you a friend after all these years. Yeah, so uh, listeners, if you Uh, appreciated this episode, I really encourage you to share it with one person. You don't need to share it on all your social medias and all that sort of thing, but just, just pick one person here. Like, you know, I was thinking of them when we were, they were talking about this and just send it to them. That could be an easy way to share the love of God with someone. Um, And also secondarily, it also helps out our show. That's the main way this show grows, you know, more than, more than anything else. Just share it with one person, take a screenshot, send them a text and just say, Hey, I think they talk about this and it made me think of you. I think you'd really appreciate this. So that's how you can help out our show. If you really want to help this studio function, help this show to, to thrive and, and grow to reach more people, you can go to popculturecatechism.com and you can make a monthly contribution, become one of our patrons. There's six giving levels that you can choose from. They fit, uh, Pick something that fits your budget or your monthly tithe, and that helps everything that happens here at Awaken Catholic, and there's perks for each one. Like on some of the higher-level tiers, you get access to all the show notes, so the stuff that Fern and I didn't get to talk about. You can see all our notes in there next for all our episodes. You can see upcoming episodes that I'm just planning out and or ones that have never been made, uh, and all patrons get access to patron-exclusive content. So all the talks I give in my speaking ministry, I've done a couple uh, parish missions this year. All those talks are in there. I do extra stuff in addition to what you see here on the episodes that goes in there as well. And that's all that happens through the Awakened Catholic app. The Awakened Catholic app is a free app for everyone. It's got prayers in Spanish and English and Latin. It's got an awesome Christian music library. It's got like a community part for, for like-minded people. And it's also a hub for all the shows here on Awakened Catholic. Uh, but also if you're a patron, then you get access through the app to all the patron exclusive stuff as well. I want to give a special shout out to the patrons of this show, all of my patrons, but especially Carl and Melissa Gore, Lisa and Bob Tenney, Stephen, Maggie Hubbard, Tom and Emily Camberiotti, and Darlene and Jay McCaffrey. Thank you so much. You guys make this show possible. And to you listeners, just thank you so much uh, for being here. Thank you, Fernando. Just know that we love you and Jesus loves you more. We'll see you next time.